Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Are you serious? This is How to Kill an Hour. My name is Marcus Bronzy. And I'm producer Bill. How's it going? Yeah, I'm good, Bill. I'm good. Plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing some time with us in advance. Don't forget to head to howtokillanhour.com forward slash news and you can join our newsletter and stay one step ahead of everything that's going on in the How to Kill an Hour world. Billy, first bit of the show, we usually talk about how we've been killing time with Killabit. I've got fucking loads of stuff again. Been doing loads, Bill. Keeping us on our toes over here, Billy. Uh... Shall we talk about a car first? Many hours have been killed. Yes. <laughs> I've seen the video. It looks good. I think you guys will enjoy it. It's another visual one, isn't it? We've got another video for this, so you can click the link in the show description to see it. Um, it's really interesting that in a world where there's a lot of technology in cars, it's always exciting to see how they integrate that into a sporty car. Because I've realised, because I'm not a petrol head, I'm the first to say that. That a big thing about car love is about that kind of gritty, that kind of like yeah, like it's, <laughs> you know what I mean, like the 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 actual vibration of the vehicle, the rumble of an tunnel. engine, the take yeah taking off, going through a tunnel. So you know, Toyota hit us up and we're like, "Yo, uh, do you want to drive a car?" And I was like, "Yeah, man." I'll have one of those hydrogen techie ones that you put hydrogen in and water comes out of it instead of fumes. And they were like, yeah, hold on. How about you drive this G86 Blue Edition? And I was like, yeah, man, cool. Whatever. Let's do this. Um, and quickly Googled what a G86 was. Uh, GT86. I was about to say. Uh, sorry. GT86. Uh, and we really got to experience something that was very gave me a very different opinion on on sports cars and kind of has helped me fall in love with the coupe and the sports coupe the, the coupe uh and the, the gt uh kind of section of cars and the club versions of of the Toyota gt86 focus on its style and performance and with this blue edition you actually get a performance pack which i think it gives you some slightly different suspension uh, you've got uh, the uh, wing on the back as well. Is it spoiler bill? There you go. I sort of see. Yeah, spoiler. yeah. There you go. Well, yourself, hands yeah. down with it. Well, and I'm not even a car here. Here we go. Uh, all levers, uh, a decent sound system, and uh, yeah, it's just more of a focused drive. Now, when the first thing I noticed when I got in this, and I've been, like I said to Billy in the last episode, we've got a lot of car stuff coming up this month now, and we've been in a lot of spaceships. Like, a lot of the cars you get in are like, you know, automatic this, will turn this, 
big centered screen like you know that takes up the whole car it's kind of been like yeah man it's kind of spaceshipy is kind of the way to put it especially when you're in the, in the suv kind of type of vehicles but this i feel like they stripped this back as far as they could without kind of just saying no fuck this you don't need tech because obviously you can still plug in your iphone still use a toyota uh, sound system I think John Benny spoke about it the, the episode before last yeah, 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 yeah definitely um, and you know at the end of the day I got in this 2 litre 6 speed 130 140 mile top speed car all of these specs were great I was like yeah cool got in it and you know what nothing was nicer than just putting your foot down and hearing the engine roar it made such a beautiful sound and it was a it was a real head turner in in a, in a way that I didn't feel like, you know, you get that kid that kind of soups up his car and pulls into a parking lot and like wants to like get noticed, and everyone's like dickhead. Yeah, he's usually a Corsa <laughs> or a Saxo. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Um, <laughs> this was the kind of vehicle where there are a couple of cardboards where we actually shot the review of the car. As you can see, a couple of cardboards came over and were like, "Oh, is that a, a GT eighty six blue edition?" I was like, "Yeah," and they were like. Really nice car. It's really nice drive. It's it's not too overstated. It doesn't try and be too much, um, and it just does its fucking job. Now, um, a funny fact about this: before I move on, because you just got to see the visuals for this car. It's lovely. Uh, before I move on, is uh, <laughs> apparently uh, uh, I found out with some googling on uh, that because of the specs of the car and the tax bracket it dropped into the road tax bracket bracket, you could actually purchase it as a business car so i think one of the first years that it came out a few years ago it was actually business car of the year <laughs> like that it's not interesting yeah the first thing you say is a business but i can see why a lot of businessmen would want to drive a car like want to show off exactly um so yeah uh so toyota touch that's a bit let's talk about the tech in it it's a multimedia system um you hop in plug your phone in and it literally can use your phone's wi-fi through bluetooth to connect and stay updated across traffic when you're using the in-car navigation. Uh, and also, I will say, just it was really easy just to... This is something that isn't easy in every single vehicle, just to flick over to like my phone's output for sound or flip over to the radio. Just a nice little input button on the, on the steering wheel. So funny how loads of cars don't have that, you know, just at the touch of a finger. Get me? Um, but yeah, sporty car, Billy. I'd, for, for a week, man was... I was I was doing it, bruv. Solid effort. I was brum brum bronzy. Back again. Thank you very much, Tayota. I mean, I'm ready to drive your hydrogen car because I am into tech and, and saving the world. But if everybody has a hybrid vehicle, hey, hit us up. Be a novelty me driving one, around one of those. But yeah, no, lovely vehicle. Um, and please check the full review. Have a look at it. And check out a car that is 30 grand, which I must say is it's fairly cheap for a sports that's car. And what very it, what it looks like, that's it very looks reasonable. like a 60, 70, 80 grand car. It it does look sexy and you know it's just got the sax tune suspension the performance dampers it's got brembo brakes like if you're a car person this thing this thing means a lot to you do you know what i mean it's 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 it, it you put your foot down you feel it it's very responsive you know you, you, the brakes handle well as well if you want to take it on the track you know you can whip, whip off that traction you can actually press a track button on the car as well and you can feel that difference baby um so yeah man like it's i think it's very reasonably priced done very well and i looked at i looked at some other blogs as well just to kind of see what was the general gist because i was thinking i'm gonna have a totally different opinion to them because i'm not a classic car guy but 
they seem to like it for the same reasons as well. Do you know what I mean? Like it was just a out and out car, no mm. bullshit, just a nice vehicle. Do you know what I mean? Fair enough. Yeah, it's a beautiful vehicle. I like it very, very much so. So when I was invited to go and play Devil May Cry um, well before its 8th of March drop, I was like, you know what? It'd be rude not to. Uh, so I headed over to the Shard of all places, went up 34 floors to an executive suite. Looked like it was ready for a boss battle uh, and and uh, headed in to play the game. Maybe the fact that I was at the Shard had something to do with the content in the game. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe you got to watch the video that we put on howtokillanhour.com and you'll find out. Um, so, um, basically got our hands on with the game for your classic Devil May Cry fans, which we had loads of in the building. They said it had everything that it needed, which is energy, speed, a sick rock and roll soundtrack, mad guns, mad swords, mad punching up people. Yes, please? Basically, hack and slash fun. Hack which is why I remember yeah. Devil made it quite a bit. Lots of hacking and slashing, lots of guns, lots of yeah mess. So you're a, a devil, you're a Devil May Cry fan then? I haven't, you played, I, I haven't played, I've played it a couple of times. Oh, I, yeah, I know cool. what it's like. I haven't I haven't played it extensively, but I know what it's like. Okay, so you so you've so you've done the hack and slash. You've done the blood and gore, killing killing these monsters, these yeah. insane bosses that you get to destroy. Uh, yeah, it's got all of that. Plus, there's a new character called V, who is hands off on a hack and slash. He's hands off, bro. What? <laughs> what do you mean by hands off? So he's hands off. So he is the Devil May Cry Doctor Doolittle. He <laughs> he summons beasts. So he can summon a jaguar or a panther, uh, and he can summon like a crow. And these, instead of like in, in Devil May Cry hack and slash games as well, you run up and it's all about getting right in the action, smash up. He actually is a weaker, his character's weaker. So he has to fall back and direct these animals, these spirit animals to, to go and, and, and fight the other creatures. And it's a very interesting dynamic because you kind of can set one, like your bird on one animal, your pants on another. And if you hold back enough and manage to avoid getting hit enough, you can actually summon some special moves. And summon some special creatures as well, which is a really. Uh, some people found it hard to play with, but I actually managed to to, to really enjoy it, man. It was, it was pretty good. It's pretty pretty interesting to kind of take a step back and kind of direct proceedings. You were like an orchestrator orchestrating the death of all of the demons. So that was Devil May Cry Five, man, out on the eighth. Look out for that, bro. Sound good to you, or does that sound eighth like of a too March, much of an yeah? oxymoron? Yeah, eighth of March, twenty nineteen. That it sounds like, like a lot of fun. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, the definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hand, but the hands-off stuff, though, it's definitely a different dynamic to what you usually used to. You usually yeah. like just mashing buttons and, like, <laughs> like I say, blood and gore and that. But obviously, you just stand back and watch uh, other people do it. It's so funny, like, because because there were like twenty stations in a room, and everyone was playing with headphones on. You walked in, and all you heard was like on like a million buttons at the same time, like twenty times buttons. You just said. I was like, fucking hell, these little mashing up buttons in here. Uh, but yeah, check the full video at howtokillanhour.com via the link in the show description. Uh, next thing is eSkate Hub, Bill. Uh, shout out to the gentlemen that created the eSkate Hub. Uh, basically, if you want to know more about skateboards that are electric, aka electric skateboards, or as I like to call them, electroboards, uh, you can go to, to, to the eSkate Hub. In it, Bill? Uh, I mean, I'm not 
clued up on e-skate hubs. I mean, we've cut co- uh, e-skate hubs, sorry, e-electric skateboards. We've covered them on the show. Yep. But um, you've been the guy to take the lead on that. And yeah, I feel as if I put it on and I push forward, I'm going to fall off backwards off that thing. So what is it like? What is a riding electric skateboard like? Is it easy? Is it difficult? Tell me all about it. I, w- I will say, though, like driving an electric skateboard, you kind of just got to be, you got to be sensible. Like first things first is some of these things now can go at like 20 miles an hour or 18 miles an hour yeah so if you come off of one of those you are uh, for better, for lack of a better term a fryer tucked yeah so you're proper fucked so <laughs> basically when I did the video where we I'm not wearing the helmet and I'm wearing shorts we did that in a super empty place at like 4 in the morning 5 in the morning during the heat wave come again summer. 5 o'clock in the morning yeah, 5 in the morning um it was during a heat wave and I was like look the, it was during the heat wave last year when the sun was just out skies were blue that's the way we managed to find a clear enough space to hit some of the top speeds after that shoot I like vowed to never ever get on a board in shorts again I didn't fuck up my knees but I came off once at top speed and like managed to hit grass and just roll forever it was the longest you know you got to break a forward of roll I felt like I did like a 50 rolls and I was just like you know what like it's not worth dying <laughs> Over a skateboard. So long story short, wear a crash helmet. Yeah, wear a crash helmet and wear wear long, 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 long clothes. Uh, but if you have any questions about electric skateboards, this eSkate Hub is the spot. It's got like this. It's got the top three skateboards uh, that they recommend. It's got all information. Plus, it's got this interactive little. Uh, where is it? Comparison. Yeah, it's a little comparison area. It's on the site where you can actually click on different elements of a board and find out what does what on a board, what could suit you. And yeah, man, I really like it. They kind of reached out to us and just asked if we could share it. And we were like, hey, no problem at all, man. So check that out on the How to Kill in Our site. Um, uh, if you want a, my quick recommendation of boards, uh, actually, actually, I tried out some off-road boards, which we've got coming up soon. So we've Very got some soon. visual content for that. So hold tight for an episode where we can talk about that a bit more. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, something else that we killed some time with was a tap wearable keyboard, Billy. 
tap wearable keyboard was a little device that you wore on your hand and you typed the air and it typed, bro. I thought this was bullshit. It, we, we had to go. There, there, is a, there is a video on the How to Canal website. Yeah. And have you had a bit more practice with it? Are you finding it a lot easier than you did, Reggie? Originally, when you had to go at it, you, you got to grips with it quite quickly. I have to admit, it wasn't as mind-blowing. Uh, mind, mind, sorry, that's not the right word. Mind-fucking, as, as you would think. is a lot easier. It was way more intuitive than I thought it would be. Yeah. And the amount of work that they must have put into it, TAP must have put in to make sure that it can understand what you're trying to do. Because you think, amazing. oh, how am I going to type a sentence with just one or two hands yeah. without using a keyboard? Yeah, it's insane. And I mean, and they only gave me one hand and you can actually use a whole keyboard with one hand, five fingers, but it's different gestures. But I think I'd prefer to wear a two. Probably because Nat, you've, you've yeah. learned how to use a keyboard with both hands. If you do, if you use a keyboard with one hand this whole time, mm-hmm. then maybe you'd be a little bit more natural with just a uh, tap keyboard with the one with one hand. I think the only thing that can hold this back and is holding this back is that keyboards are just so quick quick and everyone's used to them and touch typing is relatively quick to learn and they haven't developed as much education around these tu- these 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 you know hands-free keyboards like like this uh, tap here so if they can actually infiltrate like an educational market and kids learn to use it because don't forget the thumb um ring that you put on basically it's like you put on a a a knuckle duster with a you know of your four fingers and your thumb the thumb section actually is a mouse as well so you Mm. can move a mouse around and click if they took that into schools and started teaching you to type like that from when you were like five years old that you're so quick or they could use it for people who are injured or something or can't use a keyboard got one arm do you know what i mean so you can only use one hand because you can get a keyboard one hand yeah it's pretty cool um so yeah, man, I think the future of typing is there for the taking. Are we going to replace every... You know how much we complain as a human race when Apple changed the friggin' lightning port to what it is now from the old one? Do you know what I mean? Or like when the USB on the MacBook Pro went from normal USB to, to USB-C. You know everyone complained about that? And now everyone's got it. That's a port, bruv. But that's just a port. Remember the complaining. Imagine look, if they just said, right, the next MacBook Pro is just a screen, no keyboard, you get a tap wearable keyboard as well. People would go... In insane we'd get around it and we'd use it we'd be fine eventually but it's that whole change thing so i think they keep working at it they'll get there so that's how i've been killing time loads of different things that we've actually got hands on there's videos pretty much for everything check that out how to kill an hour.com uh billy actually you didn't actually believe me when i spoke about this before we press record there's a company that's trying to take over the smart home market please tell me the company that you thought it was that you actually thought it was I thought it was Amazon. You said it because, with your chest. Because why not? You said it with your chest, didn't it? You were like, yeah, yeah. then yeah, when you told me who it is, you I were, thought, mm. You were like, what about Amazon? You were like, what about Amazon? Yeah, they're taking over the smart home market. It's all about that. What about Amazon? I was like, Billy, it's not Amazon. And if, it's got to be I, Amazon. If I didn't say it was Amazon, where would you... If I said it wasn't Amazon, where would you have gone next, with your guess? I would have gone with Apple, obviously. And if it wasn't Apple, maybe... Philips, maybe. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Ikea, bro. Trying to, trying not, to dominate not, the smart home market. Now, Ikea had two... This is... They, they, you know what? I've noticed Ikea's been rolling with smart lights for a little while, you know. You can actually get yeah, little smart lights in Ikea. are they actually any good? Well, that's the thing. I've not actually purchased them there, yeah? but I've seen them and 
I was like thinking what needs to go into a smart light, right? It needs to do as you say with whatever phone you're using. That's what they need to crack, right? That's all. That's what makes them easy to work, right? Am I right or wrong? I don't know. Is it is oh, yeah. something else? That's right. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, when you hit a switch on the wall, they need to turn off and turn on again, innit? You don't want to be stuck with no phone or, and then your lights are all on in your house and you can't sleep or you can't turn your lights on and you're stumbling around in the dark. Now, IKEA's done loads of little launches over the last few years, but 2019, I think they're trying to really go for it, right? Because they released the Smart Roller Blind. Okay. <laughs> a pair of them, 99 euros. Bargain or what, bro? So it's about 70 quid, 80 quid? Yeah, a pair. That is IKEA pricing. And that's IKEA smart blinds. Now, if I'm faced with doing a room and making it smart now, and I love Philips Hue, don't get me wrong. The lighting's Philips Hue, and the blinds IKEA, and I have to, and and I've and I can't integrate it into my Apple. I don't know if I can if you can integrate Apple stuff into your home, but if um, IKEA stuff into your Apple Home stuff, which I, I I wouldn't be surprised if you could now. Um, if I if I knew that IKEA did the blinds, I might go into IKEA, get the blinds, and see the lights right next to them, and go, well, they're all going to work together. Let's do it. Then IKEA could just be like, there's the doorbell with the video camera on it. There's the, the mound chair or whatever it is, the mound bed with the electrical heating on it that you can smart do smart as well. Bruv, they could they could weave their way in. Electric sock drawer that opens up for you to put your socks into when you're doing your laundry. Electric sofa bed. I'm not... Electric TV rack. Never with IKEA <laughs> stuff, it's TV. always missing a screw. <laughs> so it's probably one of you that one missing. Like, uh, Puts itself together. What? Now that'd be a, that'd be a thing. You could buy an, you could buy an IKEA bot, right? You bring it home, oh, set it up. Yes, yes. You go, you go IKEA. Yes. Build me a suit. Uh, build me a chest of drawers. Yes, and it starts to bit what, and it just disassembles other things in your house and starts making it out of it as well. Takes apart a table that you never use because oh, you do not use this, and it makes it into something. Why or you not? just leave the pieces in front of it. Yeah, just leave the pieces in front. Bang! You go to work, come back. Yeah, there you go. New chest of drawers, and it's filled it up with clothes for you as well. Oh, oh that'd be the one folding your stuff. Um, so yeah, so IKEA going for it. All joking aside, if IKEA start really going for these smart blinds that you know, and and obviously you know when you connect things to an app now, once the device can go up and down, for example, with a blind, it's not a case of that device being smart. It's a case of just the apps or the hub that works with it being smart. So when it gets dark, the blinds go down. When it gets light, the blinds go up. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, I don't think I would be able to trust a company that's built on homeware to move into the technology realm. Really? I'd rather trust a company. Well, then again, you could say about Amazon. Amazon used to be a shop, and now they're doing loads of, loads of techie stuff. So you could probably argue for the case that IKEA could probably do it. Yeah. I mean, would do you think that IKEA have enough clout to maybe ask Apple if they could their, their blinds could go in their store? Come again? What you want so to Apple, sell? I sell their blinds in the Apple store. You can go to the Apple store and buy other things like I don't know, Mechamon or yeah. Why not? I mean, just things. stick it in the shop. Why not? See what happens. DJI drones you can get in the Apple store. So maybe Apple could be in with stuff, man. And I mean, I just think smart blinds from IKEA could be could be the future of affordable 
smart homes because I've got a friend he does he does home development so he so he he does he's actually an electrician by trade but he de- he does development of houses now they're bigger projects so you take a shit all of a house like a middle terrace house in I don't know Kent where Billy lives <laughs> and you want it done up and he'll he'll do the whole lot for you a big part of that bill is the smart home stuff because no one really knows how to the everyday person doesn't know how to set up a super smart home now if ikea start moving in and making the 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 simple things like blinds lighting and all that get done i think the last complex piece of the puzzle is the nest and the locks do you know what i mean and if ikea start to get savvy with that as well could be onto something bro you so don't don't look convinced do you no love Um, i'd be more convinced with an amazon or a Apple. Have you had a bad experience with an IKEA? Is that what it is? No, I just don't. I just, I'm just not feeling it personally. Mm. I don't think they'll be able to crack it. I mean, if they do, All right. good luck to them. But Fair enough. I'm more convinced with the Philips and the Apples and Fair enough. the Amazons. Fair enough. I'm loving all the smart stuff that's out there, like the uh, smart snap specs that we got our hands on. Uh, video about this on the How to Kill an Hour website as well. Uh, the news 2.0s I was really happy to find out that they could resist water so you can take them to a beach and a pool party could even take photos on the water you can export like freaking long videos you can do widescreen videos white background black background it's sick but what I was really happy about with the snap specs is the new design the Nikos they they look they're like your wayfarer kind of look the glasses you know what I mean on first inspection, you don't really, you don't really, you can't really tell that no. they're Snapchat spectacles either. Great for getting up. No, <laughs> oh, steady. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I do not condone that. But um, no, no, they look sick, man. And, and they do actually still look like Snap specs when you look closely. And they've got an LED on them. So when you're filming, people know as well. So you can't be doing no friggin' low key. Yeah, it, yeah. Which people worry about. But I think they look really cool, man. I can't wait to wear them more as the, as the sun comes out a little bit more, man. Um, they're doing really well. I think these snap specs could be something that could bring back Snapchat. Definitely. I mean, instead of like whipping out your phone and using it, you could just tap a button on your, uh, or tap or double tap on your, yeah. on your glasses and then yeah. bang, there you go. There's nothing, Sorted. yeah, there's nothing more I love sometimes than just leaving my phone in my pocket. And how good would it just to be to go around, experience, tap it? You know what? I think, should we do a few experiences like when we do days out? Should we just cover it on the snap specs for how to kill an hour? Yeah, just, yeah. Tap it, bang, there you go. Content got. Tap it and bang. And it's got... Um, Sounds like last episode. It's got audio as well, so... Yeah. So yeah. you'll be able to hear what we're talking about. Yeah. And also, it uh, steadies... It has a gyro in it, so if you move around, like your head left and right, you don't get all sick watching it. It kind of steadies it out as well. Stabilises the video, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's digital stabilisation, but it does its job. As well, I don't think... You can export the footage as a circle as well as a um, a square. So yeah. it doesn't... It's not always as a circle. Go for the square, though, man. Come on, man. No, I like the square better. Just a preference for me. Uh, before we get out of here, I, d- uh, I don't know, Bill. I mean, we, we we did get a bit of something from DJI. I don't know if we should save that for the next episode because the video for that awesome. might, might not be out just yet. Or it might be... I'd say let's tease it right now. Say that there's a good thing coming yeah. very soon. So keep yeah. your eyes and ears out for it. Yeah, I mean, and it's something that is... Incredibly small but powerful. I think it could change the world. Like, I wouldn't for go that people far, like us, yeah, the world. It, it could though. Like, it could change our world. Like, because I'm all about low profile, right? Uh, I thought it meant change the world is in say world hunger. Uh, nah, nah, nah. Uh, well, nah, can change. Nah. Well, when we find that, we'll dedicate a whole month of episodes to that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I just think like 
form factor is my number one thing when it's yeah. when it comes to I mean I agree in, on that on that respect in all seriousness it will save the world for creators that don't want to carry around big Anything. large chunky they just yeah. want to go out and then come back again exactly but but what I've found out um, even though Billy uses the C word there which probably made it quite obvious but like um, <gasps> oh no yeah I have to beat that out uh, so <laughs> well, um, but what makes it um, I think what's important like with form factor over the last few years we've lost quality I'm talking about everything consoles uh, visual aids sound microphones whatever we, we, we smaller men shitter basically right but now the last two years, I think that How to Kill an Hour, we've come across some gems of of visual, sound, uh, and computer games. Like, for example, the Nintendo Switch. Small form factor, yeah. awesome output. Mike so th- me. Yeah, that was really good as well. So I think moving forward, this is I think this is going to be the year where we're going to see some great small stuff. And maybe some bendy, uh, bendy iPhones. Yeah, maybe a bendy iPhone or maybe a bendy Samsung. Phone. Yeah, well, they're gonna they're gonna hit us with it at MWC, which I'm not heading to this year. But uh, we've got someone on the ground there that we'll be able to talk to when they come back. But anyway, there's plenty of ways to kill some time there. Head to the newsletter howtokillanow.com forward slash news. Uh, we've got some awesome guests coming up. We've got some more great visual content coming up. Plenty of ways to kill time out there. Thank you for killing some time with me. I've been Marcus Bronzy, and you've been producer Bill. Stay blessed. 